Okay, welcome to another edition of the Edlow Podcast. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already or follow on whatever you're listening to podcasts on. We're on YouTube. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google something, Amazon something. I'm everywhere. So uh, do it everywhere. We also have pages. I have pages on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. So you can check those out too. Um, this is another one. I'm thinking about making this a regular, maybe, I don't know, monthly feature of uh, just me. I got another message uh, that will remain anonymous um, from somebody just kind of being a little vulnerable, and I appreciate that. I, I always like when people send me messages and I get to try to help them out. It's part of the reason why I started this podcast was so people could feel connected to each other, and I'm glad when people feel connected to me. Um, and so I decided instead of just answering this question, um, I would open up, hey, you know, does anybody have any anonymous questions they want to ask? And I got a few, and so I thought I would address those as well, and I don't know, we'll see if we have a little bit of fun. Um, let's see, so the first, the first anonymous question um, who was the last girl you texted? Ooh, uh, I actually think it was a client. Um, yeah, let me check here. I think the last text message was a client, and the one before that was my mom. So there you go. Uh, nothing too exciting there, um, but there you go. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's an interesting one. Do you love your life? Yes. Yeah, I do. I have a great life. I really do. And it doesn't mean it's always perfect. Uh, it's not. Um, but I'm grateful for where I'm at and, and the lessons I've learned. Uh, I have wonderful, a wonderful family. My kids are awesome. Um, you know, I love my job. Um, I love, uh, you know, doing this podcast has been a lot of fun. So, yeah, you know, I mean, and like I said, that's not to say everything is perfect. In fact, quite, quite the opposite. There, there are lots of hard moments. Um, but, uh, you know, when you, when you're grateful, you have to be grateful for all of it and understand that the things that you're learning, um, or rather, I guess, uh, you know, you have to be grateful for the, the hard times too, because you learn so much. And, uh, and I've learned that myself. So yeah, I do. I do love my life. One thing I can't survive without. Hmm. One thing I can't survive without. I can't think of a thing offhand that I couldn't survive without. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I have a lot of things I like, but nothing I, I don't think I could survive without. I can't think of anything. Sorry. I wish I had a more exciting answer for that one. Um, I don't. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, what's your number one song on Spotify? Well, I don't... Uh, so I've recently started using Spotify more, um, and... Uh, so I don't even know how to check that, but I would say if I was to venture a guess, I've been on kind of a, a kick uh, when going to the gym. 
I kind of started a little mall punk workout uh, playlist that has some Blink-182 and then I have some Offspring and some Green Day on there. And uh, so I, I would guess it would probably be all the small things or possibly offspring self-esteem. Um, yeah, that's probably what, what I would guess it would be. Let's see. Um, let's see. What was your worst day ever? So that is actually one um, that I am not ready to talk about. Um, yeah, uh, maybe someday, but uh, that's not, uh, yeah, that's not something I'm, I'm ready to talk about. But, um, you know, uh, I survived, so um, that's, that's a plus, right? Okay, here's another one. Um, would you consider joining a sex cult asking for a friend? Yeah, not a big sex cult guy. Um, yeah, just, uh, we'll just leave that one there. Um, not looking to join any sex cults. Although, I would say that if I were invited to, uh, to uh, David and Victoria Beckham's swinger party, uh, I, it would be hard for me not to go just to find out who was there. Not that I would swing. I definitely would not. But I would definitely be an observer. And quite frankly, I wouldn't want to be rude to David and Victoria Beckham. I mean, right? Anyway, okay. So, uh, but yeah, no no sex cult for Josh Edlow. Um, uh, so yeah, not going not gonna to be joining that anytime soon. Ooh, here's an interesting one. When are you going to share your story? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of different aspects of my life that I could share. Um, maybe sometime. I don't know who I would. You know, that's an interesting question because then I'd wonder who would I pick to interview me. I did do a podcast long before I started this podcast. I think it was probably maybe 2019 or 2020. Um, I, my friend Mike Gregson uh, did a podcast. I wish he was still doing it. His episodes are still up, and you should go listen to him because they're great. It was called uh, Coming Towards Delight, and it was just a, a, a podcast about people who found the light in darkness, and I shared a story about a concussion that I uh, experienced back in 2018 and how that led to kind of a um, a physical journey of losing weight and getting my mental health in order. And uh, um, so, you know, you could always check that out if you're interested. I think he did like 50 episodes and they were all really great. Um, but yeah, maybe someday, maybe I'll, I'll share portions of my story, um, not the whole thing. Um, that'd be, unless you want to listen to like a six hour podcast, because I got to admit, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little wordy, um, you know, us lawyers can talk, and we love hearing it, so, um, but maybe someday, uh, you know, but I'm still having fun learning about other people, so, um, appreciate that feedback, let's see, opinion on birds, um, I, I don't think I've ever really thought about birds that closely, I remember when I was a kid, I did find the flamingos at the zoo impressive. 
Does the Sacramento Zoo still have flamingos? They got rid of the elephants, and that kind of makes me angry. I mean, I know, I think that was probably part of, like, some protests and stuff, but as a kid, I loved the elephants and the hippo. And last time I was there, I don't think the hippo was there either. And and they don't even have anything, like, really that exotic in the snake pit anymore, which is kind of a bummer, because I seem to remember, and someone can fact check me on this if I'm wrong, but uh, I seem to remember they used to have a cobra, and I thought that was kind of cool. But now, I mean, I don't even know if they have rattlesnakes in there anymore. So, um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, other than the flamingos at the zoo, I don't really have a big opinion on birds. So, there we go. Um, did, did I have an imaginary friend? Nope, I never did. I never had an imaginary friend. And I don't know if I ever had anybody that was a friend of mine that had an imaginary friend. So, uh, that is not an experience I am aware of. Your biggest insecurity. My, I, I would say if I had a biggest insecurity, the thing that bothers me the most, I mean, it's gotta be my weight, you know? Um, it, it, I, I've, we, anybody who's been following me knows that I, I'm an avid gym goer. And uh, I've I lift I'm at the gym six days a week. I've I could put probably a handful of days in the last four years that I have lo- uh, that I've missed. I probably could count on bo- at most less than ten days in that time frame, other than a rest day. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, body dysmorphia is real. And it's funny because I have a lot of friends who are wrestlers and bodybuilders and and even them, they have it too and they look great. And uh, I don't know if anyone ever watched, Arnold Schwarzenegger did this big uh, documentary on Netflix and it was so interesting to hear him say that he also dealt uh, with body dysmorphia and that he was never... Um, that he was never comfortable either with his uh, with with his body, even at, at when he was winning all those Mr. Universe competitions, and that's just so amazing and so interesting. But but anyway, yeah. So I think that's probably my biggest insecurity is that um, you know it doesn't matter how thin I I've gotten or how big I've gotten or how much I work out, I always feel like I I could do a little bit more. But quite frankly, that's that I don't know what it is about me that's wired in that way in that like um i'm never really satisfied in anything um you know uh, i have i'm very goal oriented so um i recently uh hit a, a personal record in the gym on on my incline bench press and i was i wasn't expecting to get there um and um when i did uh I kind of looked around and there was like no fanfare because, you know, I wasn't even psyching myself up for it. It just kind of happened. Like I, and I looked around and go, okay, so on to the next goal. You know, I just, it's never, I'm never satisfied. So, so maybe there's a part of it that has to do with that. Um, anyway, thanks for those questions. So that leads to the next ones that I wanted to spend a little more time talking about. And the first one was you work out a lot. I'm just curious if somebody's just starting uh, to work out, what would you recommend they do? And so I'm not like a, I'm not a bodybuilder per se. I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't have a lot of experience. I can tell you that right now 
Um, I am doing uh, two, I, I hit every body part twice a week. So two push days, which would consist of chest, shoulders and triceps, two pull days, which are back and biceps and two leg days. Um, and that is, uh, I've been switching it up. I've actually been working with um, a guy named Christian Zavala, who is a fantastic bodybuilder and also creates workout plans and diet plans for people. And I have to admit, I have not been anywhere near good on my diet plan. Um, but I do follow his workout plans and they're fantastic. But, um, you know, as far as if you're going to start out, uh, so shout out to Christian Zavala. Look him up on Facebook. The guy is jacked to shreds and he's helping all sorts of wrestlers and, uh, and, and athletes um, and me uh, get better uh, and, and, and build muscle and cut weight. So, um, but as far as if you're starting, <coughs> I can tell you that I started just, you know, remember, I think the number one thing to remember is you're not in a competition with anybody but yourself. So I know I can only speak for myself, but when I started going to the gym this last time, I was way overweight. I mean, I way overweight. I think I my highest I weighed was 354 pounds. I may have even gotten bigger than that, but that was what I weighed when I went to the doctor. And that's when I was like, okay, it's time to you know, uh, it's, it's time to change. And I was a little self-conscious at first because you walk in there and there's the regulars are all, you know, they're fit because they're regulars. And it's hard to, um, you know, not be insecure when you see all these these dudes uh, and, and all these gals with just, you know, that have just been working on their bodies for years. Um, but I had a guy at my gym and the gym closed down now, but I walked in, I was there a couple of times and I was just welcomed by the regulars and they were just like, Hey man, don't worry about what we're doing. Just try to get a little bit better every day. So me, and I'll tell you when I started, I was so weak. I could barely do, you know, three sets of a flat bench with dumbbells at like 30 pounds. I mean, and I, that's all I did like day one and two you know, um, and then, you know, a little bit of biceps and stuff like that. And I just worked my way up and it's all about just kind of getting that habit. So do you need to do six days a week? No, you could do three days a week. You could go in and you can just hit every body part one time a week. So if you wanted to do like a push pull leg thing, just go Monday, Wednesday, Friday and do one push day, one, one pull day and one leg day to start. And then once you get that going and you start seeing the results, you'll start wanting to push. The other thing I think you should remember and what I recommend for everybody is to remember that no one workout is going to do anything for you. It's not about the intensity of any one workout. It's about consistently going in and working out. And uh, and so, you know, so just, yeah, be consistent. Um and also understand it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, I remember I was talking to uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Anthony Rivera. He's been on the podcast, and he, you know, he has uh, had an amazing body transformation since the day I met him to now. I mean, the guy is just jacked. And I remember asking him when we were driving to a wrestling show one time. I, I asked him, I go, Hey, man, so like how how long was it uh, that you were going to the gym before you started feeling? like feeling good about where your body was at. And he's like, five years. 
And I was like, five years? You know, I had been working out for like three, four months at that point, and that just seemed so crazy. But once you catch the bug and you get in the habit, I mean, now it's just, I can't live without it. I have to go to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I feel like my whole day is off. So, so that's what I would do. Just start, just start slow. You know, just remember that this one workout isn't going to do it. It's about the consistency and be consistent. Um, and then someone else actually sent me um, something that goes in with that. It says, uh, I see that you have lost a lot of weight and that you're an avid gym goer. What do you recommend for someone who needs to lose a lot of weight, like over 100 pounds? So, um, okay. So here's what I would recommend. Uh, if I had to choose, and I, I heard actually another guy I know who you could follow who does great. He, he works, I think he's with Trifecta doing, um, you know, meal prep. Uh, Dave Dutra said one time on an, uh, on a Facebook post said, uh, if I had to choose between diet and exercise and I could only do one, I would choose diet every day and twice on Sunday. And I think that that's true. And now mind you, Full disclosure, I am not doing great on my diet right now. So understand this is stuff that I need to do as well. And that is 80% uh, of the gains that you're going to receive are going to be uh, through diet. And I'm not talking about a fad diet. I have friends who do intermittent fasting. I have friends that are keto um, and things of that nature. None of that stuff has ever worked for me. And... Uh, the only thing that has worked for me in the past, and I went from 354 pounds down to 227 pounds. Now I'm back up to about 290. And uh, and I'm feeling good. I mean, I'd like to lose a little bit of weight, but I definitely have gained a lot of muscle mass in the, in the time frame, and I'm still able to do everything I need to do in the gym without pain, so that's great. But but what I would say is, is that uh, for me, the only thing that has ever really worked is just lifestyle change. And so just counting macros, just making sure that whatever I'm eating, I'm getting my protein and, um, and that also that uh, I'm staying within the calorie range that I can do with cutting weight. So you know, for me, it's like you take your body weight and someone I'm sure can correct me because I'm not exact on this, but you could basically get an, you can get an app like MyFitnessPal is one that I use and you can put in all your measurements and they'll tell you how many calories that you can eat and still lose weight. And then you just got to stay under that because this is all just calories in, calories out. Um, and the other thing I've learned and you're I love sweets, right? Like I love sweets. And so when it comes to sweets, like you can eat, just think about this. I mean, there's 170 calories in a Reese's egg, 170 calories, most of that fat and sugar. I mean, a can of tuna has about 120 and it's all protein, no fat, no carbs. You know, it's like 25 grams of protein. So eating the, the can of tuna is going to do more for your body than eating the Reese's egg. Now, obviously the Reese's egg tastes better, but that's, it's the same with, you know, you could eat that burger that's, you know, 1200 calories, or you could eat a piece of lean chicken and, and put all the, the seasonings on it you want, 
and it's probably 400 calories and you're going to get more healthy nutrients. Fill in with some rice, you know, fill in with some vegetables, you know, and I'm not a big proponent. I choose brown rice when it's available, but you can eat white rice too. I don't think it's that big a deal of a difference. Really, in the end, like there are little tweaks you can do to help your muscle mass a little bit here and there, but it's really just a calories in, calories out, and a lifestyle change. Because if you go on one of those keto diets or you go on one of these fads, you'll lose weight. And then once you hit your goal weight, you'll stop and you'll just balloon right back up. At least that's been my experience. So um, I would recommend getting a MyFitnessPal, start with losing weight uh, through diet, and then, uh, and then hit the gym. I mean, there's no secret sauce. There's no secret to it at all. Just, you know, it's just hard work. So, okay. So uh, answer the questions. Um, and then the real reason I wanted to do this was because uh, I got a listener message and I wanted to address it. <clears throat> and I wanted to address it publicly because I thought, man, you know, there, there might be there might be a few people dealing with this. Um, I know of a few people dealing with something similar, and so so I thought I would uh, I would address it. It says, Josh. First, I want to thank you for the time you put into your podcast. I tried to start a podcast once, and it was incredibly time consuming. I am sure it takes a lot of time to find guests, create sound bites, post it on Facebook, and edit. So I appreciate it. Yeah, not a lot of editing going on here. <laughs> that is one thing that I don't do. But I think that makes it a better podcast, quite frankly, is that uh, I tell my guests uh, before they come on, I go, hey, anything that you say, it's it's going up. Um, I rarely, I had a, a couple people over time have asked me, oh, can you edit this out and edit that out? And I've just decided, I'm just telling people, hey, if you don't, if you don't want it out there, don't say it. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do a bunch of editing on this because I want it to be real. And uh, I wanted to be the real you. So anyway, appreciate though it does take some time. Surprisingly, a lot more time than I ever thought it would take. Quite frankly, uh, it is the actual doing the podcast is very little of the time it takes to put something successful together. And so, so thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you have a lot of interesting topics, especially ones like polyamorous Ruth, the trans guy and the gay Mormon. Uh, yeah, so Polyamorous Ruth and uh, has probably been my, I would say one of, if not my most successful podcast. You can check that one out. Uh, the trans guy, that Sonny Smith, I really was proud of how that came out personally um, because Sonny was so vulnerable about his experience transitioning to female, detransitioning back to male, how his how his church membership influenced his decision-making, going through divorce, having a personality disorder. It's really great. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because I think that's the one I'm the most proud of that I've done so far. Uh, and then the Game Mormon, that one, um, yeah, you know, another one that I thought was, was uh, a lot of fun and a lot of interesting uh, insights from somebody. Um, and so uh, check out all three uh, of those. Um, it's nice to hear these people who don't fit the mold are out there. Anyway, what I wanted to ask you about is related to mental health. How do you handle it all? 
I have a kid. I'm not a lawyer, but I have a 40-hour-a-week job. And I feel like I'm barely hanging on. Uh, you have so much going on. You're a lawyer, a podcaster. You wrestle. You always seem to be going somewhere or doing something. You go to the gym all the time. You go to church. How are you not going insane? That presupposes that I wasn't already insane. Um, uh, or that I'm not going insane. Um, anyway. Um, I know that's kind of general, um, but my question comes from an honest place. I am really struggling. My partner of many years recently kicked me out, and I'm trying to keep it together. I'm not able to work. I'm not able to sleep. I'm not able to be a good parent. The few times I get to see my kid, I feel like a zombie uh, most of the time. And quite frankly, I'm lonely. <clears throat> I hate to say that because I have friends. It's not like I don't have anyone to talk to, but I just feel so alone. So my question is really more rooted in how do you keep going? You've mentioned that you've gone through stuff, and I don't really know what that is, but regardless, you still seem to achieve. How is it that you are able to still will yourself to do these things while going through the tough things? And how do I get that? Because honestly, over the last few weeks, I've just wanted to sleep all day. And a couple of times I've been so frustrated, I just want to jump in front of a bus. <clears throat> anyway, sorry to put so much of this out there. I just don't really feel like I have anyone to talk to and I don't know what to do. Well, first off, uh, you just got through saying you have friends. So, I mean, I'm sure you've got somebody you can talk to. Maybe they're not, they're not the kind of friends that you can be honest and vulnerable with. I, I'm lucky in that I do. I have a, a couple of very close uh, friends and people that I am close to um, who I can uh, be completely honest with. Um, I have one friend in particular who I know everything about him and he knows everything about me. And so it's mutually assured destruction <laughs> if we ever, if anyone ever disclosed anything. Um, but I, I'm grateful for the people in my life. And it sounds like you have some people. And if you don't, you can always go to therapy. You know, um, I used to think that therapy was a bad thing, a poo-poo thing, and that you're weak if you do it. But it's not. It's not true. It's just not. It's just not. And it can be incredibly helpful to help you do some introspection and figure out who you want to be as you're, you're transitioning. And I got to tell you, I'm sorry. I really am. Uh, I feel what you're dealing with all too well. And uh, I think the loneliest moment in life is when you're watching your whole world fall apart and there's nothing you can do to stop it. You just have to watch it happen. And it's, it's really terrifying, um, especially in relationships. It's terrifying to think like love is going to carry me through and that's just not always enough to get you through the problem. Um, but if there's one thing that I've learned over the course of 
well, the last the last few years especially, it's how important it is that you let go of the things you can't control and let go quickly. And uh, the people who do, <laughs> the people who do know me and who I do rely on probably laugh when they hear that because it's something I got. I'm still working on. This is not easy. You know, um, it's it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that. Walking away, especially in a relationship, walking away, um, but not just in a relationship, walking away is something that you've invested in. I mean, you've got you've got a kid, right? And I'm sure you've built a life together. And it, it, that's really hard. And it gets even harder when you start to walk away and you realize that it doesn't even matter how slow you go. Uh, they're never going to chase you. And so it's soul crushing. Right. And it leads you to start thinking, you know, if you're anything like me, I tend to put a lot of stuff onto myself. I'm very much a guy who I will take credit for all of my successes, but that means I also have to take full credit for all of my failures. Even if there were external circumstances, it's on me. And so I have a tendency when these things type these type of things that happen, especially these these soul crushing failures you know uh you start thinking like what's wrong with me what did what did i do why you know and and that's probably what you're thinking right now right you're probably thinking to yourself what's wrong with me why wasn't i chosen you know why didn't they choose me and i don't know anything about your circumstance right for all i know you did something to get kicked out i don't i don't know what your story is I'm just assuming that, that you're coming to me because, you know, this is something you're really working on. And quite frankly, it doesn't matter why. You know, you're going through it. But that, uh, you know, why didn't they choose me, you know, thing. that That's what you want, right? I mean, anyone stays in a relationship when when it's fun and convenient. You know, everyone stays when times are good. But true love is staying when it's hard. You know, true love is is staying when it's messy. Because that's that's the person you want. You want the person who would rather be with you when it's hard than, than doing anything else with anyone else. And if you didn't have that, then it's time to move on. It's time to heal. And how do you do that? I... I I don't know. I look, you know, you, you got me at a, at, a weird, at a weird time, you know, I don't know how you heal. I'm, I'm still figuring out, you know, we're all, I think, still trying to figure out healing of some sort or another. Everybody's got trauma. Um, but, you know, I, let me just say this too. you know, you mentioned how do I how do I do it? You know, don't let social media fool you, okay? Like, yeah, I'm doing a lot of great things. I have great relationships with my kids. I've got great friends. Like, I have I have great people in my life. You know, I'm, I, I, I have people who mean the world to me in, in my life and very special, you know, and, and I'm generally successful, but I'll tell you what, I'm not posting the hard conversations I'm having with my kids. 
I'm not posting, you know, you, everyone sees the breakfast videos, you know, you're not, you're not seeing the times that I'm yelling at somebody in between takes. Okay. You know, you're, you're not seeing the moments when I come into somebody's bedroom to do a dad joke and they go, dad, not a good time. I'm really not in the mood. Like you're not seeing that. Right. And I'm not post taking pictures of myself when I'm laying in my bed at 3 a.m. worrying about are my kids going to be okay? Am I going to be able to get this stuff done? Am I, you know, am I going to be able to, you know, am I going to fulfill my church calling? Am I, you know, is there going to, you know, is everybody going to get to their extracurricular activity? So-and-so wants to do this. How am I going to get this kid on a mission? How am I going to get this person their driver's license? Like, you know, uh, that happens all the time. And nobody takes a picture of that and posts it on Facebook. And the ones who do, you're like, oh, I wouldn't put that on Facebook. You know what I mean? And so, you know, my, my son recently told me that he'd never seen me cry. Um, Outside of bearing my testimony at church. And I was taken back by that because he has no idea. They, he has no idea the pressure that we feel having to make everything work in this messy, just adult life. And that's okay. I don't want him to understand that. I don't want him to see me like that. You know what I mean? Like when it happens, I lock myself in the bedroom. I'm like the, I'm like Tom Hanks character from, uh, from, uh, Saving Private Ryan, where he goes over the hill and he cries his eyes out. So his, so that his, his soldiers don't see him crying because he's got a lead. So it's okay. I don't want him to see that. I don't want him to see that I'm struggling. I want him to think that I'm the strongest person in the world, but he will, he'll eventually realize it. Because right now he wouldn't even know he wouldn't even know what to do. He wouldn't even understand, and that's okay. But he will when he's older and he's going through it. You know, it wasn't until recently. It wasn't until recently. I've been very public about my dad and his demons and the things that he had to overcome in his life, and I held a lot of resentment towards him for a lot of years. <clears throat> and it's only like right now when I'm the age, I might even be a little bit older, but I'm, a, I'm about the age he was, and I have a son that was about my age when he was going through all of the things he was going through. And I, man, I've never had the understanding, like, it's not okay. It's not okay what he did. It's not okay that, you know, he got addicted and he had to go to rehab and all that stuff. You know, it, it, he, there were major consequences that I'm sure he and everyone involved would have preferred never happened, right? But man, I have a different view now going through stuff myself as to why he went down the road that he did. And so, you know, but, but understand, like, nobody really has it all together, including me. So don't be so hard on yourself. Just become a, so, so you're asking what I, what I do, what I, I don't really have an answer just become a different version of yourself. Because the fact is, is, you know, this, this loss that you're feeling, this trauma that you felt, uh, you're never going back to being the person you were. Even if you reconcile or whatever with, with this person, you're never going back. 
So you have to be give, become a version of yourself for the war. Because I don't even know how long that war, that survival is going to take. Because you're in survival mode. But you gotta, you gotta become a different person of yourself and just survive now. And when the war is won and you've healed, you gotta leave that person behind and become the healed version of yourself. And that is probably who God wants you to be. So whatever version of yourself you've gotta be to get out of bed in the morning, become that person. And if you don't know who that is, then keep searching. And you'll find, you'll find that person and you're going to survive. You've survived every single bad day you've ever had. Your survival rate is 100%. And you're going to get through this too. So don't give up. Don't ever give up. You matter. Even if you don't feel it. You matter. And the world would lose something significant if you weren't here. And so if you're serious, and I don't know if you are, but if you're serious about those thoughts when you want to jump in front of a bus or a bridge or whatever you said, call someone. Call me, call one of your friends, call a therapist, or just do it tomorrow, but not today. Today you fight. Today you fight. So you can be here tomorrow for your kid. Because there's a if you were to do something like that, you would leave a major hole in the lives of everyone who loves you and they would never recover. And so you don't really want to do that. You want the pain to go away and it will. It will. It's all temporary. It will pass. Thank you for your message. I appreciate you re reaching out. Anybody listening to this, I appreciate you. Uh, just to wrap things up, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this podcast. I've seen some massive growth over the last month. I mean, like massive. And it's been awesome. Um, uh, and, you know, we're going to keep going. we got a lot of fun things going on. I'm working on a, another near-death experience podcast where someone actually passed away and went to hell. So that'll be fun. Uh, I got someone coming on who is a, a men's health uh, expert. He, he does life coaching for men who uh, experienced bullying. And so he'll be fun. He's from Scotland, so he'll have a fun accent. Um, I got uh, a, a pro, an indie pro wrestler coming on. Uh, I have a couple of my friends coming on. I've got a, a, a fun list of people uh, coming up. So keep following, subscribe. And anybody who ever wants to send me a message, if you're struggling, if you have a question about anything, I mean, I don't know, I don't know a lot about everything, but I, I do know some about a few things. So um, go ahead and, and uh, reach out. And so thank you for listening, and we will talk to you again soon. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Bye.